Welcome to Anime Cons TV. I'm Doug Wilder. This week we're back with more talk about the process for planning panels to present at a convention. Specifically this week, we're going to get into a requested topic about how to make a good title and description for your panel. I wanted to first give a shout out to our friend Scribbles for suggesting this week's topic because I think it's a good one that we should get into. And it's a place where a lot of people, especially people who are new to submitting panel applications, might not have a lot of practice with. So first off, we're going to go into the description. I know a lot of times when you're submitting your panel online in an online form or filling out a, a piece of paper for it, if it's really old fashioned, um, ask for the title first, but the description really is where you're going to get into the nuts and bolts for it, and it might actually give you some ideas for your title. So, uh, some general tips real quick. Don't wait till the last minute to apply for your panel. If you're going to rush, you're more likely to be sloppy, make mistakes, things like that. As you're filling out the form, copy what you write down before hitting the submit button online. You can use like a program like Word or save it to a Google Doc, things like that. This is really helpful because you can use it for proofreading, to check for spelling errors, things like that. It also helps you save your progress in case the power goes out, the website crashes, any number of issues. It's also a good tool that if you're going to resubmit the panel in the future, you can reference back to it. You can, you know, if you're going to say present it at another con later in the season, or you're going to try and do the panel again at the same convention next year, things like that. It's just a good practice, um, things like that. So when you're writing your panel description, you want to kind of answer a couple of questions and one of the things that i always tell people to really look for is answer the question what makes your panel unique and you can do this on two levels you can do it on kind of the smaller scale the micro level what makes it unique for just the convention you're submitting it to why is this panel unique to just that con why is there no other panel like yours at this convention and that's a good way to start the other way you can really do it is what makes your panel unique on a macro or larger scale? Like, what makes this your panel special compared to all other panels across all other conventions? What makes it stand out? What makes it like nothing anyone else has ever seen? Things like that. And so you have those two uh, kind of angles to look at it. And you can look for kind of a middle ground of what makes it unique at just one convention and what makes it unique and just all conventions and they don't necessarily need to be perfectly unique but there are ways to do it um something you want to ask yourself when you're writing your description and some the question you want to answer through what you're telling for your description is is this panel aimed at people who are familiar with the topic that you're presenting or is it uh, something that's more aimed to people that are not as well versed in it? Such as, you know, is it a kind of an introduction to the topic? Or is it a deeper dive going into uh, more of the nuts and bolts of something? And this is also a good thing to think about when you're writing your title. But if you're really kind of going from that angle, that's make it clear. If you're really going for people that really know the content... Make that clear. Make it known that it's aimed at the the diehard fans. If it's something that's going to get people to understand it that haven't really heard about it before, make that clear too. And just work on that. 
another thing to think about is grammar and punctuation. Um, there, think of it a little bit like a job uh, job application. You're basically applying for the job as panelist. So take your time, proofread it, proofread it again. Um, one of the great ways you can do this is read out, read what you're writing out loud to yourself to have it. Um, I say, you know, grammar and punctuation are important. This can sometimes be a way that uh, people say yes or no when they're deciding on which panels to accept for a convention. Uh, another way you can do this is if you have friends that are familiar with the topic that you're going to be presenting, ask the, you know, show them kind of your what you're working on and ask them, hey, does my description make sense? Can you understand what I'm talking about when I say this, when I send this? And if they say yes, cool. By the same token, also ask people who may not know the uh, the topic you're talking about very well if it makes sense. And if you can book, kind of have both groups find, understand what you're saying about, again, that, that's a good sign that you're on the right track. And especially, I'd say even more important is the people that don't know the con the topic as well. If it makes sense to them, then you've really got a good lead. Another thing to worry, uh, keep in mind is when you're writing your description, avoid in-jokes and memes. So many people try and be silly and stuff like that, but really what this does is it just kind of obfuscates what your, your content and it's just wasting words. Uh, you want to really make sure that in, anyone who reads this description can get it. And if you're doing like memes and in-jokes, even if you know the stuff, like I can't, I can't remember how many times I've seen a panel description that might have been interesting and all uh, the title seems interesting but I'll read the description and it's all just in jokes and just kind of makes me roll my eyes because then I'll just it seems like lazy writing and it doesn't seem like it's going to be presenting anything new and I know some conventions when you're submitting your description have word or character limits and some conventions even had as small as uh, 140 characters it does take practice. Um, again, this is where a word, you know, using like Google Doc or word processing thing like Microsoft Word comes in handy because you can do a character count, look at that, play with it, really look at what it is. And it does take some practice to get used to and really finding out what's going to work. And that means just kind of keep it simple. Another thing I'll just kind of say as a footnote here is that some uh, conventions have a character limit for their print guide, uh, program guide, so because they don't want to keep paying for all uh, more pages in the program guide and keep it super long, um, but they'll let you kind of have almost unlimited space for the online description. So that's a way to kind of play with it a little bit too. It's not always a sure thing, but it's something that you can keep in mind. Now we're going to go back to titles. Simply put, the thing I always tell people when they're coming up with a panel title is is this truth in advertising can anyone get your the idea of the content from just the title this is the first thing they're going to see when they look at the schedule either it's a printed online whatever so you you got to kind of sell them fast and if it's not clear they're just going people eyes are just going to glaze over and they're going to keep moving you have to be clear you have to be concise um some of the th things that you should avoid when writing a title for your uh, panel are we're just going to go through a bunch 
I've seen a lot of people where they do like, oh, it's a fancy long title, da 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 da, colon, subtitle, da da da. And it's only that subtitle that really makes it clear what it is. And half the time, you'll see on a program guide the fancy long thing before the colon just there, and they'll cut off the subtitle so you still have no idea what it's about. That little subtitle is really all you need. Um, it usually sums up your thing perfectly. And that fancy long title, while it seems like a nice little hook, if you don't have both of them together, it's going to make things super unclear. So stick to just that subtitle. Once again, uh, like in your uh, description, avoid memes and in-jokes. These get so old. And it often makes people's eyes just kind of glaze over because they have no idea what this is. And if they do know, well, they already know the joke, so why? But they're going to feel like this is nothing new to them. Another thing to avoid is cliches when thinking about your title. I've seen so many panels that are blank 101, and they're not even really introductions to stuff. If you hear the phrase 101, your mind goes to introductions, things like that. Um, I've seen a big one that I've seen a lot is people do like Giant Robots 101, and it's not really 101. As you can see from here, I like Giant Robots, but a lot of times these 101 panels aren't really aimed at people that are new to the genre and stuff like that, so I would really avoid that. Another one that I see all way too often is blank, or how I learned to stop worrying and love blank. Okay, guys, I love the movie Dr. Strangelove. It's a great movie. Stanley Kubrick is a genius, but we need to get away from this panel title. It is so overused and stuff like this. Come up with better ideas, be a little more original. It's way too many words, and 90% of the time, it doesn't really make clear what your panel is actually about. So, I know I said avoid 101 and stuff like that, but if you have a panel title such as an introduction to whatever, say we use giant robots again, so an introduction to mecha anime, that's go okay, but you should only be using this if your panel is actually an introduction. If you're actually introducing people to the topic, like that is 100% the, the goal of your panel, go ahead, use it but really think hard about your content. And if you're going to call yourself an introduction or 101, really stick by that. Really get in the very basic level. So that's one of the ways to really kind of make your panel description clear. So we also kind of worked on a, coming up with a few sample titles of some joke ones and ways they could be simplified. So here are a couple ideas that we came up with. So Sample title number one. All your ruffles are belong to us. Well, clearly you got your uh, meme and your in-joke there and things like that, but really doesn't tell people what the panel is about. So maybe instead you could do have a fixed title of Lolita Fashion in Japan and Beyond. Once again, it's much clearer what it is. It gets people excited, but it doesn't really move too far away from me and make it obscure. Next up. Here's another sample title. Love triangles, music, and giants from outer space. All about Macross. Now, here is another one of those songs where you have that really long thing in front, colon, 
and then a subtitle that really sums it up. So I would just say that this fixed title could just be all about Macross. And if you want to get a little more descriptive in the description, you can do it. But that subtitle, really all you need to get people interested and aware of what the panel is going to be about. All right, sample title number, number three. And then I've seen something very similar to this. Much Doge, fairy panel, wow. Yeah, what the heck does that mean? It's really weird. Um, and it's a, a meme, it's an old meme at this point, and doesn't really tell you much about what it's about. So an easy way to do this, like here's the fixed title, Awesome Dogs in Anime. Right up the bat, you know what it's about. It's gonna be about some of the best dogs in anime. And I guarantee you, you'll probably get more people to go to your panel if you have something like that. And finally, sample title number four, Cosplay for Beginners 201. Now you're working with wigs. Well, this is a whole mess here because if it's beginners, how can it be 201? And it's more of an advanced skill. So it's things like that. And you've got that subtitle that's even then, it's still kind of things like that. So it's a lot of things that just don't work well together. So I would just simplify this to wigs for cosplay. And you get into that now. More detail, things like that. And you don't have too many unnecessary words. You get right into the nuts and bolts of it is. And it's clearly a specific subject. So people know what they're on. And it doesn't shy away either veterans or... Uh, people who are just getting into the topic. It's very specific, it's very clear. So last I'll just say, if you're trying to come up with ideas for how to write panels and descriptions, give yourself some practice. Another good way to do this is just look at old program guides if you've gone to previous conventions. I hope you've gone to another con uh, other conventions before trying to submit a panel to one. But if you have your old program guide as a souvenir, or sometimes the website for the uh, convention has the previous year's schedule up online. Look at the look at the panel titles and then look at the description. Can you figure out what's going on from just the title, or does the description make it? You have to read the description to understand it. Vice versa, how good is the uh, descri uh, description? Does it seem like it matches the title? Things like that, and just look at get ideas see what works see what doesn't uh you can even play a game with some of your friends with saying hey what do you think this panel is about and if you have a panel i title idea throw it at them see if they can guess it and if you have any questions about doing panels at conventions or anything else per pertaining to fan conventions why don't you reach out to us you can email us at podcast at animecons.tv we're on twitter at animecons tv or if you want to reach out to me uh, directly, I'm at Nigoki, N-I-G-O-K-I. You can also leave us a comment on our Facebook page or write for the video here. Anyway, I'm Doug Wilder. Good luck to all you guys submitting panels as we ramp them up to the summer season. I'll talk to you guys soon.